Hey, did you hear about the uh, prison break in upstate New York? Yeah, with a drill or something? Yeah. I, I guess Freddie and Bill were not going to be listening to our show this week. What? That's right. They're in a van. They're in. They're in Alan's van, crisscrossing the nation, trying to elude the cops as they speak. Um, all right. Let me see. Uh, right. Oddly enough, Bailward had to shave his beard to be in disguise. <laughs> You know, it's, I feel like I haven't, like I walked into my house last night, right? Yeah. Very, well, actually very early this morning. Sure. After, after being gone for 10 days and it, it, it's almost like, and this is going to, you're going to make fun of me for this, but it's almost like I didn't know where I was, which happens sometimes anyway. Yeah. But but it's like you, you, you walk in and it's like, oh yeah, it's my place. Yeah. Oh, this is where I live. Yeah, you know, it was just very strange because it's it, I haven't been away for for that long in a long time. I, when I get home after like a long trip, I walk in, I go oh, home. Like I, yeah. I definitely get that sort of yeah. oh my own bed. And, yeah, you know, open up all the doors and windows and yeah, yeah. sliding glass door and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but uh, you know, almost didn't make it. We almost almost got grounded uh, on the East Coast. You guys are getting hammered with some storms. Um, and, uh, and apparently lightning struck the tarmac, uh, at BWI. So they, they delayed the flights for like three and a half hours. Yeah. Uh, but it is Tuesday and, uh, and we're here and it's on taking pictures and, uh, it's episode 163 for those of you keeping track. Um, got a great email from somebody who said they, they, they started it at, the first one, and they were up to like episode twenty-two. Yeah, it was. I, I think I wrote back saying, you know, call us in the year twenty twenty-seven when you catch up. All <laughs> right, right. Uh, so it's uh, it's 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 today. It's talking about photography and creativity and stuff, and lots to talk about. My name is Jeffrey Sidoris. With me, uh, Bill Wadman. Billy, <sighs> Billy, I li- Billy. I like the nice simple version you just did there, Uncle Billy. It's like shrunken down. It's minimized. It's minimized. <clears throat> We're getting all minimal on it. Wait, is that the word they uh, use when you take the text files and you remove all the spaces or whatever it is? That minified. Is minified. That the word? Yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Sorry. Minified. Yep. Minified. Minified. Uh, so yeah, so I've been I've been in in DC for ten days, um, working on some new stuff, having meetings, meeting with folks, uh, lots of stuff in the works, which I'm not going to tell you anything about because I don't want to. <laughs> and that's my right. <laughs> and I don't have America to. and I don't that's have right. to tell you anything. Uh, but I, I will tell you, uh, I, I will, I will share more as it solidifies, but, but I will say that there are, uh, certainly two v- very solid projects coming out of this possibly, Four, if I can okay. figure out the logistics, um, but but really good stuff. Um, I think I have said this before. One of the things that I love about DC is it is a it is a town of curators. It is a town for curators. Uh, it, it, perhaps like no other city in the world, DC is is a place to go see the iteration of innovation. Would yep. you agree with that? Uh, yeah, that's pretty safe. 
uh, you can go and see, you know, widget X and next to it is widget Y that someone looked at widget X and said, wait a minute, if I do this, this, and this, I can improve that. I can make that better. Typically widget A is there somewhere too. (laughs) Yeah, 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 right, right. Um, so it, it is a, it is a wonderful town for that. Um, two standout shows, uh, both at the, the National Gallery, one called Memory of Time, which is a photo exhibit, uh, phenomenal. Um, high point for me, two things, uh, a nine-panel Sally Mann self-portrait study, okay. uh, which was just incredible because they the 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 curation and and wizards behind the scenes there figured out a way to to flush mount all nine panels and then display them as one unit do you think Um, that while she was taking the picture she realized that her subject was being uh you know objectified in that way i don't know (laughs) maybe i don't know uh but it is it is stunning a stunning piece of work. Uh, also, there's a giant um, uh, daguerreotype that, and, and and I mean giant. Like if you're used to seeing small daguerreotypes, you know, four by five or two by three sure. or whatever. Uh, that that's that's one thing. This this thing is almost forty inches across. The In fact, fact that it may it's, be larger than that. The mm-hmm. fact that it survived is what's kind of crazy, right? No, it's new. It's new. The guy. Oh, it's the guy, new. Oh, I yeah. thought that was an old one. My, my no, no, bad. no, no. The guy was. Oh, look born at that. Born nineteen sixty one. Yeah, he did yeah. it in twenty twelve. Yeah. And oh, this thing, well, that changes this everything. Huge daguerreotype of the Taj Mahal uh, from a wax negative, wax paper negative, uh, and and this thing is like I said, it's giant, uh, stunning, stunning, stunning piece of of photography. Um, great colors in it, and and. You know, just really, really inspiring, really wonderful. Um, but you know what's even cooler than that, Bill? What's that? You know what's even cooler than that? There's it's, nothing cooler than that. I, I no, don't there believe is, that there's something cooler. There is something cooler than that. Okay. What is very cool is uh, uh, getting the chance to to uh, see an exhibit at the National Gallery with the co-creator of said exhibit. Awesome. As, 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 as she kind of explains the importance of... Uh, of objects and the process behind creating these objects and their significance in, in the greater whole and ridiculously inspiring and, and educational at the same time. It was, it was so great. I I think Um, it, I think it might be me or maybe you feel the same way, but hearing somebody tell you about a piece of art is more impactful than reading a label about it. Absolutely. 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 And, and, and th- this, this woman who, who was kind enough to take some time to show me around, uh, one of the top paper conservators in the world. Right. And, and, you know, explaining, like I was telling you before the show, one of the pieces that they have in this, this exhibition is called Drawing in Silver and Gold, Leonardo to Jasper Johns is the, is the photo or is the, is the title. Uh, th- they have one of uh, what's called the Vasari page. And uh, Vasari uh, took uh, other people's work. Um, he, he was like the original Richard Prince kind of, <laughs> I guess, you know, uh, like Botticelli and, and, and you know, uh, Lippi and, 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 you know, all these kinds of people and would extend their work and frame them in these beautiful architectural drawings. And these pages are, gosh, I don't remember the exact dimensions, but let's say 
let's say 20 by 30. They're, they're pretty large. Okay. Yep. You know, something like that. And uh, this page that's a, they're double sided and they're from a book, but the, the, the book was, was somebody had the idea to, to, uh, uh, cut up the book and sell the pages off piecemeal. So there are only five of these pages in existence in the world. And this apparently is, is one of the best preserved one, one of the ones that's in the best condition. Uh, I, I smell a George Clooney movie. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> um, and, and they don't know, I asked, uh, you know, how many pages are in the book? And she said, we, we have no idea. Yeah. You know, this, this apparently came from a member of some Royal family who, uh, you know, needed money. And, and so they sold this, this page to the museum, the way I understand it. It's like an episode of Grimm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's from, from one of the, you know, aunt, shadow, aunt, uh, shadowy Royal families. Yeah. <laughs> what's the aunt's name? Aunt Marie. Uh, yeah. Aunt Marie. <laughs> yeah. They found it out in Aunt Marie's trailer <laughs> right under the St. John's bridge. Who knew? Uh, but this, this exhibition, it was a metal point uh, exhibit and, and it's, it's fascinating to see how the papers were prepared and, and what types of marks that, that different types of metal make, whether you're using copper or silver or some uh, uh, amalgam of aluminum and, and, and another sort of uh, material mixed in with it. Absolutely fascinating. Uh, they had the equivalent of of uh, what would be like a moleskin today. Sure. Uh, these these wax coated uh, uh, pages with the little stylus that that held the the book closed. And and to erase, apparently all you all you would do is like lick your finger or lick your thumb and kind of wipe away the mark and then go at it again. I, I think this is what you need. I think you need uh, one of these. It's a fascinating process. Sure, you don't have one on your shelf behind you. <laughs> Who do you think has the rest of the Vasari pages? You know what's kind of you know what's kind of interesting when you talk about like the metal point thing uh, and the daguerreotype and all the rest of it. Mm. I was I was buying I was buying some uh, canvas the other day to make some new backgrounds, and I was thinking about the fact that it's like today in this day and age, twenty fifth year, twenty fifteen. Right. We're sitting here, and I'm buying a a, a bolt of cloth. That I'm going to like stick pigments on top of. It's it's right. it's amazing that we're still using the same materials that people were using hundreds of years ago. You know, and and I kind of wondered, sure. it, and I kind of wondered if 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 it isn't um, if we're doing it because it's actually the best materials to use, or if we're doing it because it's just the way it's always been, and everyone's just sort of stuck with it. Like that's the tradition. You stick with the tradition. Well, you I mean, know? I think, I, I think maybe there's a little of little both. Of both, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, the 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 metal point papers in that 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 uh, Van Rijn and and Durer and these kind of people uses uh, used uh, in in the you know fifteen and sixteen hundreds. They were yeah. made with with ground up bone as as kind of the, the mixed with like a you know an animal skin glue as as the binder. And and now there are alternatives to that. Sure. Uh, it's, it's a similar effect, but, but, you know, you don't necessarily go back to the well that far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, now you can go buy a tube of, of beautifully, uh, ground pigment with, with, you know, incredibly rich concentrations of chroma in it. And you're not sitting there with, with, uh, uh you know, grinding or, or mulling your own pigment. You no, know, sure. Yeah, yeah. But we're still going and buying those. Those pigments are still available if you want them. You know, it's, sure. it's like it's uh, 
you know, ultimately, all of these things were substrates and systems with which to get something in the artist's mind onto some sort of form that somebody else could see. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's just amazing that, like, the majority of the stuff we do now is still along those lines, you know. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's kind of cool. Well, uh, to, just to finish up, please yep. check out the show notes for this. Uh, absolutely fascinating. Uh, and, and to, you know, for me, someone who, who, who not only sort of relishes process, but, but holds up the, the object at the end of that, it, it was fascinating to see these things that are, that are, I mean, literally from the 1500s, from the 1400s, from the 1600s, and they're still there you know, uh, arguably just as beautiful as the days that they were created. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. Do you think, do you think that there will be as much stuff from today? I mean, you, when you go to museums, there are, there are periods or decades that are less well resent, represented and some that are more well represented, you know, mm-hmm. over time, you know, like uh, a lot of, a lot of paintings and stuff from the fifties and forties, you know, than there are, I don't know if, you know what I'm saying? Sure. Sure. Um, I, I wonder how our modern times are going to fare 200 years from now. Well, I, I believe it's getting harder and harder to separate the wheat from the chaff. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe or that what it even just, means to have art that stands out. Sure. Sure. Uh, and, and, you know, talking to, to uh, uh, this paper conservator and curator, Michelle, uh, about cataloging and and displaying and and searching and refining and and correlating all of this artwork is a monumental task you know and and they're looking at new ways of how do we display this to the public what does the public want to see how do they want to be able to search how are these things related sure um because right now the, the the way things are related and and the ability to get from one thing or classification or genre or whatever to another is, is still sort of, you know, behind the curtain of academia and, and the curators, you know, it's, it's interesting actually, because my, my sister as a little personal turn on this, uh, is currently working on a project with the Smithsonian where it's all about metadata between institutions so that you can start connecting some work in some library over here with something in some, you know, place over there, you know, some standardized metadata. What, uh, what Michelle was talking about. Yeah. So that's what my sister does. Because right now they exist in these little microcosms and different computerized systems and different databases with different criteria. Yeah. So it's, it's, yeah, I, I, I have a living connection to ultimately the fix for that. Um, fascinating. So go take a look. Uh, I gotta go down there before that stuff leaves. Yeah, I think the I think the memory of time is only through the end of June. Okay. Oh no, my mistake. Uh, September thirteenth, um, and then the 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 metal point when maybe that one was ending this month. Yeah, uh, July. My mistake. So May to July. So the 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 silver point exhibit or metal point exhibit rather, the National Gallery until July twenty sixth. If you are in the DC area. Well okay. worth the trip. Excellent. And the book, I got the book, the catalog, the book. What are they, is it, do they refer to it as a catalog if it's, if it's from, if like, if it's the official show book, is that the proper? Uh, I think, I think catalog usually go, yes, maybe. I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. I always well, think of regardless. catalogs either being for both exhibits and for say like um, uh, auctions and stuff is also a catalog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll put I'll I'll send you a link in Skype. Maybe put it in the show notes because beautiful stuff. Uh, Carrie Mae Weems. I'm just flipping through it. Uh, the Sally Mann piece. Uh, beautiful work by David Maisel. Um, you know, just just some absolutely fascinating stuff. And the book is is beautifully laid out. Oh, who was remember the guy that we talked about? Um, Chris McCaw. Would that name mean anything to you? Chris McCaw. The guy that did the 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 time lapses where the sun actually burned the paper. Oh, okay, yeah. Remember yeah. that guy? I don't yeah. know if we ever talked about him on the show or if it was just you and I talking yeah. about him offline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 several of his pieces are there. Okay, and they, and you can see where where you know this thing was the, the the exposure was so long that it actually has burned the paper, and you can see the ridges from the emulsion starting to curl in the paper. That's pimp. Uh, yeah, it's really fascinating. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just flipping through this thing. Uta Bart is in this show. Um, there's a, there's a, uh, 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 oh, what's, what's her name? Uh, Linda Connor. She finds glass negatives, like random glass negatives, whether they're broken or intact and prints them. Uh, but, but very interesting work. So she's doing more curation. Um, anyway, so just some beautiful work. Put a link in the show notes if you can. We will. People I will think- send it to us. People uh, love this book. You know, we got a voicemail from our friend Tom in Michigan. Uh, was it like a week ago? Uh, something like that. And uh, you had mentioned your your rush experiences, and yes, he, and and Tom was sort of uh, relaying a story of his own where a friend of his invited him over to his house, something along those lines, and he put on was it twenty one twelve? Did he say in in the in the voicemail? Mm-mm. I, you know what? Now I don't remember. I think maybe. Okay. Let's say that it was. Just let's say that it was because 2112 is a right. killer record. Yeah. And uh, he still remembers the day and time, like the moment he first heard 2112, right? I remember the first time that I sat down in my friend Andy's car and he put on jellyfish spilt milk for me because he had like just gone down to the store and bought it. And he was like, oh my God, you have to hear this. You know, he ran to the store for some spilt milk. Uh <laughs> <laughs> pound of butter quarter milk um and and uh and, and he was just saying how he was imprinted by this thing and you yourself sort of were imprinted as a child of the early 80s right absolutely and late 70s are imprinted by rush in a way that a kid nowadays most likely would not be you know yeah maybe it, well or maybe it's you know pharrell williams or right right, or, right. whatever it is for them like right right but it's not going to be rush you know, for, for probably the not, right. not unless you're like Taylor Hawkins kid or something. Exactly. Right? And, and so, so there's like this, there's this question of, do we like, d- does that extend beyond music? Right. People always use music as the example for that kind of thing. You know, I don't, I don't tend to seek out a lot of new music. I just don't think to, you know, where I do see probably more new movies than I see more new music. Does that make sense? Like, I don't always watch the movies that I saw when I was in high school. I watch all kinds of movies, you know. Right. Sure, um, sure, sure. Uh, maybe I watch movies in the same genre that I would have watched before. I don't know. I have to, that's a, you know, a deeper analysis. But, but I wonder if it, it also comes down to you and I and the rest of the people listening. Are, are we making the kind of thing or taking the kind of pictures that were the kind of pictures that we liked when we were imprinted with them early on? You know, and you can't teach a new dog, old dog, new tricks. In terms of like, is is there some sort of 
visual aesthetic that we're trying yeah, to, yeah, to like, channel. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. like I let's say I really liked I don't know portraits that that Annie did for Vanity Fair fifteen years ago. You know, like sort of her real heyday at Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do 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 I would I try to emulate that because I think that is the standard by which I'm measuring my own stuff in 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 some you know example. You know, interesting. I, I mean, I tend to look at. Gosh, this is this is kind of interesting. Uh, can I bring this back around sure. to another email we got? We got another email, uh, and I, I'm sorry I don't have your name off the top of my head, but it was basically saying, "Hey, how about including some directors of photography yep. as photographers of the week?" Which I think is a fantastic idea, and we will definitely, you know, put that into the mix. Yep. Um, I find that a lot of the the color grading that I am most drawn to is from films of the 70s. Okay, sure. You know, it's from, you know, Dog Day Afternoon or even yeah. even compositional things from, from you know, Apocalypse Now, which yeah. I was just oddly watching this morning because it popped up, the Apocalypse Now Redux popped up on Netflix. Sure. And if you have not seen Apocalypse Now, fine, don't watch the whole thing, but at least watch the opening montage of of Martin Sheen in the hotel room with with you know helicopters and the jungle and and this Smashing is smashing his hand and yeah th- this is all pre you know uh, uh premiere or final cut so this is right. all you know layering film upon film upon film and it's it's just it's masterfully done right and or, we see that as like this is the pinnacle of film editing Right. Where some kid today might look and say, that is so old school and whatever, that's ridiculous. You know, I love, uh, you know, Caravaggio. A lot of people would say, oh, that's so staid, old painting looking, whatever it is. That's old man Hmm. stuff. Now we're talking about such, you know, like there was a long time where I kind of felt like the, the things that I like, I felt internally like those were the pinnacle that we haven't really gone past you know, we've done different stuff, you know, but there was, a, there was a lot of guys, say, in the Renaissance or whatever it is where I was like, okay, you can't get that much better at painting people or whatever it is, like getting light right, you know, than, than, than the old masters guys. So, yeah, we, we kind of hit that and we said, okay, well, we can't get any better at that, so let's go do something different, mm-hmm. you know. And personally, I look at a lot of the different stuff just as a throwaway thing just to keep this conversation moving where I'll say, oh, that's okay, but – it's not really any better than what we had a hundred years ago, you know? So what have we really accomplished? Um, but, but, and, and, and to, to, to your point, the same thing, and that totally agrees with film editing or, or screenplays or, mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. else. Right. Um, well, or, or even bringing up, bringing up Annie and you're saying, Oh, I, I like, I like her early stuff for Vanity Fair. It's, it's the, uh, Oh Jesus! What's the the Jack Black from High Fidelity? Is it unfair to criticize a formerly great artist for his latter day sins? Yes, you know when yeah. they're talking about Stevie Wonder. Is it better yep. to burn out or fade away? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I uh, mean, like, and, and and here's the thing though. I think that she's still doing that kind of work. It's just that she's been doing it for 15 years, so it doesn't. It's sort of like, oh yeah, that stuff again. You know, that look right. again. And and that's right. fine, but but because I was I quote unquote grew up on that look in you know the year two thousand let's say you know that sort of 
early Hollywood issue, really beautiful one light kind of stuff with the nice backgrounds. Like, I, I like that aesthetic. I always have, always will, right? I like other aesthetics, certainly. But, but, but I see where you're going though, because a lot of, a lot of your work is sort of chasing and stretching and pulling and pushing that particular aesthetic. Right. right. So in my mind somewhere, I'm like, Oh, I want to figure out how to do that. Mm -hmm. And if I Mm -hmm. haven't quite gotten it yet, I'll keep jabbing at it until I, until I feel satisfied. And maybe on the other side of that, maybe, maybe it's, Maybe it's not actually reaching that point. Maybe all the jabbing actually cuts through and I end up somewhere else. Hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and, and is, it, is, it, is it a product of me being 40 years old and you being a, you know, a handful of years older than me that we may or may not see what other people see in stuff that was made by 18-year-olds now? I, well, okay. T- to that point, yep. uh, there was a lot of work in this this memory of time exhibit there were quite a few pieces made by people in their younger years okay okay 20s 30s even 30s maybe 30s Children. um yeah little bastards uh and and i think i'm always looking at other things i think i'm yeah. always trying to see other things yeah um musically, you know, to, to your point about music, there are some, let's, I mean, for lack of a, new bands, I mean, they're probably even not new. They're new to me, let's say, okay. um, you know, uh, young, the giant, which I found a couple years ago or, or Bastille or, you know, th- th- bands like, like that, that I, that I have found in the last couple of years that maybe they've been doing it for a decade, but they're new to me. Okay. But, do, I, they, but do they sound like, they are modern or do they sound like they're sort of a throwback to the stuff you used to like? Um, you know, like there's, oh, there think, are new singer songwriters that I really like, but they, they, you could tell that they are children of James Taylor. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Sure. Right? And know. maybe, maybe I like that part. Maybe I like trying to find the influences or seeing the influences, yeah. but I, you know, I mean like the black keys. Yep. Yeah. They're doing something that's wholly sort of their own and unique relative to now. But if you go back 60 years, they sound like what was going on then, you know, or, right, 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 or right, Jack right. White or Bruno, his, Bruno Mars is Bruno Mars, you know, sure. like, sure. yeah, I like his stuff, but it's really just a super polished version of what guys were doing in Motown. Yeah. You know? And so I, wonder, I just like seeing where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. But even, okay. But let's just take you for a second. Even if you go and look at stuff, maybe you'll go look at work done by some 20 year old. Let's just use that as a, as an example a, a thing, a stake in the ground. Okay. You go look at work by 20 different 20 year olds and you're like, Oh, I really like some of this stuff. And I really don't like some of that stuff. Like for whatever reason, right? You, everyone has their aesthetic. Well, maybe the reason why you don't like a, a, a subset of that isn't because it's not good, quote unquote, whatever that means, but because just because all of those, the baggage that you pull along pushes sure. you towards the things you like. You know what I'm saying? It's on me. Right. I, I've, to your point, I've been sort of imprinted to Tom's yeah. uh, voicemail to, 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 to channel or challenge or even yeah. chase this challenge, wrong word, and then chase. The, then the question becomes, A, uh, uh, can you break out of that if it's true and secondly should you or is that just a generational byproduct i think you can and you should i'll say it there 
I say there because it's it's no different than than to kind of bring it down to the to bring it back to the top of the show. It's no different than looking at at widget X and saying I can do something with that. I can yep. do something that, that that they haven't done. I can look at uh, uh, even you know Annie or Utabart or sure. or you know whoever you know uh, uh, Sagmeister uh, people that we've talked about. Yep. I can look at that and go, well, you know what? I can see this in a different way, or I can integrate these four things together and create something wholly unique. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe it's not unique to the world at large, but it's unique to me. It's unique to what I've done in the past. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's, it is a, re- I, I find this whole, the more I've been thinking about it, the more fascinating I find it. Yeah. Um, this idea that, that, you know, like I, um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy. It's a, uh, I've been looking at a lot of stuff recently and, and, and reading a lot and, and it's like the things that I find interesting are the same things I've always kind of found interesting for the last 20 years, you know, hmm. in, in a lot of ways. Hmm. Um, and I wonder, and, and not just artistically, but in other facets too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a lot of those things were things that, 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 that hit me when I was a teenager in my twenties, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, well, we, I mean, look, look at the, okay. Just, I, I shot a lot over this past week. I shot a lot. In fact, I shot more photos this last week than I have probably in the last year. Okay. Um, part of that was, was the surroundings and, and, you know, walking around 10 miles a day, looking at things that I hadn't seen and talking to people. But if I look at, cause I haven't looked at my, my, I, I shot sort of concurrently with my phone and with my Fuji. And I don't know what's on my Fuji cause I haven't looked at it. Um, but if I look at the things that I've, some of the things that I've posted on Instagram, uh, it, to your point, the color palette, the color grading is very sort of seventies. Yeah. You know, it's got that feel to it. And we've talked about that before when we looked at photographs, when we've seen pictures from the seventies that were taken by Eggleston or that kind of look, or even the right. Stephen Shore stuff right? where it's very seventies, like all those gas station stuff. And you've said, Oh, that makes, that's comfortable to me. Right. It is. It is my black and white stuff. However, if I'm looking at it, which I am, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going in a different direction. I'm, I'm, I'm pushing more towards shadow. I'm, I'm trying to create, I don't know, more drama, more, more character. Yeah. I don't know. And I don't know if that's, if that's uh, real or perceived. Yeah. I mean, like the, 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 there's a shot of some clouds over the, the Brooklyn metro station. Yep. And, you know, that was that wasn't consciously like trying to channel somebody. I just wanted to make a dramatic image. Right. Yeah. You know, and and I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 I know I'm trying to move the needle. I'm trying to put work out into the, into the stream. Right. You know, and, and I'm realizing, uh, just as, as a side note, there's a, there's a shot of some old tubes. Did you see this on, uh, I went back and talked to Doug again. Yeah, I saw that. I saw you went back there. I was wondering what the, what, what'd you end up doing? There, 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 stay tuned because okay. I, I, I recorded some audio of, of him and, uh, you know, asking him about when, when he first heard, uh, um, uh, so oh, now I'm blanking on the, on the name. 
what's the name? The guy that he loves so much. Oh, uh, Chet Atkins? Chet Atkins. Chet Atkins, yeah. yeah. When he first heard Chet Atkins, what he was doing, and he remembered exactly where he was, exactly what he was doing, exactly where he was headed. <laughs> uh, first time he heard Carl, Carl uh, uh, not, not Carl Perkins. Uh, Les Paul. Uh, okay. First time he heard Les Paul, remembered exactly what he was doing, yeah. where he was going, what the song was. I mean, so talk about an imprint. You know, yeah. these are things that are decades past. Well, right, but that's exactly, I mean, th- th- your example of him is exactly right, right? Like he he was stuck on the thing that he was imprinted with when he was whatever age we were talking about. Sure, you know? and, and you could argue that his business, uh, Kensington Television Service, yep. is an homage to, to that era. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's literally stuck in time. Yeah. You know, so fascinating. Yeah. It's so strange. Yeah. The whole thing is just fascinating to me. Yeah, me too. Um, I don't know. Uh, you you still with us listeners? You guys, (laughs) you guys hanging in there? Uh, Hey, may I ask a question of the listeners? Sure. Uh, if, If there's an imprint, whether it's an aesthetic or a decade or a piece of work, whether it's a book or a film or, or a record, uh, write in and let us know. What is it and why? Why is that the thing for you? Why, what, what is your thing and why is it your thing? Podcast at ontakingpictures.com. Excellent. That's that was good. very radio-y just there, wasn't it? Yeah. Podcast at ontakingpictures.com. That was very, very, you know what? I did spend a little time walking around the NPR building, so, you know. You're trying to pick up some mojo, right? Yeah, I, I, I cannot. Sadly, I cannot afford their. What is it? Their Newman U thirty seven Neumann. Yeah, Neumann. Is that how you pronounce yep. that? Neumann. Mm-hmm. Uh, thirty like a thirty five hundred dollar mic. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But if anybody would like to help me fund a uh, a a a Rode NTG four plus, you know, that would be cool. <laughs> hey, I'm fleshing out my kit, man. I, I, I can imagine that, yeah. Oh, it was fun. It was fun. You go you going shotgun, huh? Uh well for 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 some of the, okay, there's an NT three that I really dig. Uh, but I think for external stuff for outdoors, yep. um just make NTG4, sure you get a dead cat. Right. Right. Yeah. That's the problem um, with the shotguns. <sighs> Lots of wind noise. Right. Right. Yeah. So but it, that's coming. The kit okay. wall, the kit wall is in process, man. It's in, it's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got? Uh, I don't know. I'm tired now. <laughs> you're, ex- you're exhausted by the conversation. Yeah. Can, can we move this? What do you, do we have time to do this, this compromise thing or should we move that to next Let's week? Do it. You know what? That is actually not far from the other thing from the perfectionism completionist stuff. So why don't we try to tie all that together? This week or next week? No, next week. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about uh, compromise, necessity, or a dirty word, and obsession, perfectionism, and completionists next week because that's going to be a cool discussion. That's a that's a big discussion. Yeah, it is. Well, we're big dudes. Yeah. (laughs) Speak for yourself. I've been losing weight. (laughs) Jesus. Uh, What? Go eat a Twinkie. Something. Oh God. Have a cheat day. Let me ask you a question. When they when they um. Uh, stopped making Twinkies for, you know, six and a half minutes last year. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before somebody went, wait a minute, we're going to lose how much? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wait a minute, I can make Twinkies. Um, did, did you feel compelled to go eat a Twinkie? No. Do you I not like Twinkies? Really a fan. No, I was never really a fan. Any I, of the hostess stuff? No, I do like, you know, I, 
Okay, oh, here we go. All right, I was more of a Zinger fan. What the hell's a Zinger? What's a Zinger? Is that a West Coast thing? You really don't know what Zingers are? No, no, no. Who makes those? Uh, well, I, they were oh, Dolly little Madison. Debbie. No, they were Dolly Madison. Oh, okay. Oh, now like the, Hostess makes them. I the see. The Peanuts characters love the Zingers. Okay, right? yeah, that was, yeah, that was yeah, the tie-in. Yeah. They do make these here, but this is this is a this is not a common thing here. Yeah, they're okay. So it's sort of like a Hostess cupcake, but it's rectangular. Well, well, they make several different kinds. Yeah, but there's devil's food with cream filling. Yeah, yeah, yeah I right, see. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, here, here, they're similar to a Twinkie. Uh, yeah, it's like a chocolate Twinkie. But they had they had vanilla too. Oh, they have vanilla ones uh, too. Okay. But I, you know, I dug them, and maybe they don't taste any better or any worse. I just dug them because they had peanuts on the boxes, like the peanuts oh, oh, characters. Oh, the peanuts characters. Oh, see, okay, this box you just sent Cause, me because Dolly never, Madison was a, was like yeah, the sponsor. This right? is a, this is a West Coast thing or something. It's not. This was not anywhere within my zone. Yeah, Isn't that weird? See, uh, regionalism. Fall, I'm going to put oh, this link this. in the show notes for the yeah. for the Zingers box. Uh, here, wait, put this one in there too. This is, uh, here, Dolly Madison. God, that's, we're, we're all nostalgic today. I know. Um, Dolly Madison will co-sponsor all three Peanuts specials. So you'd get these zinger things prime time watching Peanuts. So it's like, mom. I've never even heard of. Gotta have a zinger. Co- I haven't heard about this company ever. Weird. Well, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, baked goods, Dolly Madison, Owned by Hostess Brands. Well, now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just trying to see what they're... Uh, yeah, you know what? I, I don't know these. So maybe it is a West Coast thing or it was from the 1930s when you were a child. <laughs> <laughs> it's just one or the other. <laughs> Came with a free pair of short pants. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, speaking of which, I was listening. Can, can we just go off the rails for a second here? I feel yeah, like sure. we're off the rails. No, let's let's not do that. I was listening to a Haley Joel Osment uh, interview with Mark Marin the other day. Okay, um, and and he yeah, was on, t- on on his. Okay, I, yeah. I, I heard that. Go ahead. And, and and he was talking about the Jackie uh, Cooper laws. I think right? that's the guy's name, right? The old the, 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 the work laws. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and. And how Jackie Cooper apparently... Wait, was it Jackie Cooper? No, it wasn't Jackie Cooper. It was the... I know what you're talking about. Who's the guy? Who's the kid? Uh, You know, the movie. Um, 1921. That would have... You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Jackie Coogan. Jackie Coogan. Right. Right, Sorry. Right. I knew who you were talking about. The Coogan Laws. uh, And... Apparently his mother, Jackie Cooper was a child actor, which is why I had the weird connection with it. So apparently his, and also the chief in the Superman movie, but that's, well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Apparently he earned between three and $4 million, which is equivalent of 50 to $60 million in today's money. But the money was spent by his mother and stepfather on such extravagances as fur coats, diamonds, and expensive cars. Coogan's mother and stepfather claimed that Jackie was having fun and thought he was playing. She stated, quote, no promises were ever made to give Jackie anything. Every dollar a kid earns before he's 21 belongs to his parents. Jackie will not get a cent of his earnings. Claiming, and she claimed that Jackie was a bad boy. Yeah, who made their lives possible. <laughs> yeah, I just, I read that kind of thing and I'm like, ooh, that makes me sear, you know? Anyway, he was talking about that. I had it's like a whole world of stuff I never really knew about. That's a California thing. The Coogan, Coogan laws. Coogan laws. Uh, I will put a link in the show notes. Um, what about this eight by ten Polaroids underwater ones? I like those. Okay, yeah, somebody this sent was, those in, didn't they? Yeah, uh, John Dilworth sent, sent this go. in. 
So, so yeah, as if, as if using an eight by 10 camera is not challenging enough. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh, do it underwater. And then, yeah. And then as if, as if, you know, dealing with the whole Polaroid thing, as if that's not adding more into the mix. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's pour, let's, let's take oxygen out of the mix. <laughs> hey, you know what I, you know, it's a great idea taking oxygen out of the mix when you're taking pictures. That's yeah. a great idea. This is a, this is a, this is a tough thing. Uh, slight warning, not safe for work. Uh, there, there are some nude bodies. Yeah, but they um, are very gracefully nude bodies. Except yeah, they for, are. Yeah. Except for the ones with the stingrays seemingly making love to women underwater. That's a little weird. That's a, it's a dance. It's, uh-huh. a, it's a, the dance yeah. of the manta yeah. ray. That's, that's what parents tell their kids. <laughs> Mommy, daddy, we're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you click on the link in in mm. the link, okay, there's a link in the link okay, that get, we'll put in the show notes. Yep. There are more of these images. View more of uh, the images here. Okay, full set, limited editions here. Got it. Yeah, and there's one of of this woman in uh, like close to what would be like like child's pose, like a yoga, like child's pose, where yeah. knees and then kind of head forward. And these mantas or sting, I you know, admittedly, I don't know the difference between a manta ray and a stingray. So all of you <sighs> marine biologists out there. God, Cut you suck. I know, I know. But anyway, two of these rays are are sort of swimming over the top. A beautiful image. Yeah, 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 yeah. Beautiful yeah. image. Yeah. This is this is impressive. Yeah. You know the the water's very blue, very uh, clear down in the South Pacific is what we've learned. Right. That's a true thing. Clear water. Water in New England, not so clear. Yeah, yeah. The, the closer you get to the United States, the dirtier the water. Is yeah. that is that the moral? Of the well, I think it's always been that way. I don't think it's I don't think it's man made. I think it's just <laughs> it's just more stuff in it. Right. <laughs> yeah. From the country that brought you the Great Pacific Garbage Patch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, hey, uh, why don't we talk about our sponsor while we're while we're at it? Uh, uh, zingers are yeah. the taste tanks. <laughs> Everybody, what? No. <laughs> You're going to pull this football away. Yeah. You talk about uh, how amazing uh, Squarespace Squarespace is. is. And what are you going to do? Find zingers? I'm going to look for a zinger commercial. Okay. That we could play. Uh, It's not going to play. We can link to a show now. All right. Squarespace.com. Squarespace is the easiest way to build a beautiful website, blog, or online store for you and your ideas. Uh, As you guys all know, the sites look professional. Uh, they're professionally designed, regardless of skill level. They look great. You don't don't need to code anything. Uh, my site, uh, BillWatman.com, is but a Squarespace can. site. You can add your own code if you want. It's yeah. crazy. You, you can do some custom uh, stuff. The, the tools are indeed in, uh, intuitive and easy to use. And uh, Squarespace has state-of-the-art technology powering your site to ensure security and stability. You could run your own site. You could run your own content management system. But you know what? Then you got to worry about whether it's like, up to date or there's some bug that allows hackers from, you know, Catman uh, do to get in. You don't want to deal with that. Just go with Squarespace. They're trusted by do like the web hacking it, capital of the world now. It will be after this ad trusted <laughs> by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. They're great. It starts at just $8 a month and you get a free domain. If you sign up for a year, I signed up for a year for a new site a few months ago. I paid $8 a month and I got my domain for free. It was awesome. So you is really this, gotta uh, check them out. What? Senior seniorfancy.com? This is your uh, Oh my god, should I get a seniorfancy.com? Interpretive dance photos. <laughs> oh man, I should totally do that. Seniorfancy.com. 
Somebody's buying it right now as we speak. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, so Squarespace is simple, powerful, and beautiful. So you need to go start your free trial today with no credit card required at squarespace.com slash OTP. When you sign to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code OTP, and uh, you'll get 10% off your first purchase, and you will show your support for this show. That's the On Taking Pictures program. So thank you very much to Squarespace for supporting 5x5 and On Taking Pictures. Squarespace, build it beautiful. Uh, go build a Squarespace site today. I, you know, it's funny. I had a um, – somebody wrote click me. Click it. Click who, it. Click liked it. something about my site. Click it. I'm going to click, click it. on it in a second. You're going you're gonna to kill me, aren't you? Uh, what, the ad of this? Oh, it's available. That's so bad. Seniorfancy.com is available. Right, yeah, and look, at, there's the Dolly Madison thing. I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to add this commercial in. You know what's funny? When you see the commercials from the 70s that are obviously taped off a of video... Right. So, like so, just the tracking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The tracking recording. down the bottom is always yeah, terrible yeah. and stuff. You know, here's the thing, though. Would these things exist at all if people didn't have them on weird videotapes they taped? Right. You know, all these ads would have just disappeared into the ether. Sure. Hey, by the way. Wait, uh, don't, don't get lost. Somebody said something about your website. Come back to that. Oh, somebody uh, wrote me because they liked the way I laid it out and all the rest of it. And I said, it's a Squarespace site. And, I, and, and they were like, really? And I said, yep. And I said, and use the offer code OTP to get 10% off your first right. purchase. Um, uh, um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I, I, okay. I live in New York City and uh, Time Warner Cable is my internet provider. Right. right. Isn't, and, isn't Charter buying them now? Uh, yes, I guess maybe they're trying to or something, you know, and I don't yeah. know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but um, last year... Time Warner Cable jumped up to these crazy Doxis 3 speeds if you paid for them. So instead of, I used to get, I don't know, 20 by 2 or something like right, that. Right, right. Um, I started paying more and I got 30 by 5 or something like that. And then I was like, okay, well, that's pretty cool, whatever. And then they jumped up to the new speed and it was, I was getting 50 by 5. And I was like, okay, well, that's pretty fast. So a few months ago, I went and dropped off my modem at, my old modem that I had sitting around here, uh, back the non Doxis three. Actually, right? I, I owned my own and they gave me one and I didn't want it. So I brought it back and, um, they, they were just like, Oh, you're paying for a hundred by 10. And I was like, hmm. Oh, well, and, and I said, what's the problem? He goes, well, you, your modem's probably not fast enough. And I was using this Motorola 6121, which is like a, you know, at the time it was like a hundred dollar modem. Right. And I was like, oh, okay. So, so I upgraded my modem last week using Amazon same-day delivery. I ordered this modem. It showed up in the afternoon. It was creepy. I plugged it in, 200 by 22. Nice. So that's pretty fast. Could you imagine 20 years ago wow. if I said you'd yeah. have 200 no. megabits to your house? No. <laughs> that is no. insane. It's almost fast enough. I'm actually considering signing up for Backblaze or one of those. Like It's almost fast enough to where if I just let it run for a few weeks – it would back up all my stuff, you know, like right. my hard drives would be completely somewhere else. Uh, do you ever use one of those? Uh, I have not. Uh, one of my best friends, Mark uses one. I can't remember what he uses. If it's crash plan or Backblaze. it's one of those two. Okay. And he um, likes it. Loves it. Yeah. Okay. You know, one, once you get the initial upload done, which, which yeah, to yeah, your yeah. point takes, you know, three, four weeks. Cause yeah. it doesn't, you know, it's not just going to max out your connection. 
No, it does it when it's not being used, right? Right, right. Yeah, it's yeah, sort yeah. of like the the SETI at home type of a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, I'm gonna I'm thinking about doing that. So if anybody has any uh, uh, opinions on the matter, uh, podcast on takingpictures.com. Okay, so where are we? Uh, uh, I found this interesting article. We'll we'll talk about this now because we have a little time. Uh, okay. The uh, in New York Times about an author who was going to get her author portrait taken. Uh, by a photographer and it's a write-up of what she was thinking going into it how she feels that 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 book jacket author photos how gender affects those things that women tended to be you know more softly lit and lit with their hands crossed in strange poses and the the men looked more stern and serious and she wanted to go for a more serious stern look and I, i just thought it was interesting the idea that you know, if somebody comes to get their picture taken by me or any one of the people listening, that 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 they have so many expectations, they have far more expectations and things they're thinking about most likely than even you are on your side of the camera. You know, mm-hmm. and I think sometimes we forget about that kind of stuff. Um, when you get your picture taken, well, you hate getting your picture taken. I uh, uh, yeah, I can't stand having my picture taken. <laughs> What what is that? Is it like you just don't like the way you look in pictures, or I just I I don't know. I just don't like it. I I, I can't say I never liked it because I mean, if you look at photos of me as a kid, I'm a complete You're you know a ham. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but somewhere along the way, I just decided that that was not for me. Interesting. Well, there you go. Anyway, I just I thought it was an interesting read. I'll just put it in the show notes. You guys can check it out. Uh, uh, I, I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, See, I, I, okay. The interesting thing at the bottom, though, one last thing, and then yep. I'll let you t- is is that she really liked the way her bottom hand looked like really stern because she had like a fist kind of made with her lower hand, and she wanted to make sure they didn't crop it. So in her notes to the publisher, she says, important, do not crop, you know, <laughs> to the picture. Right. So uh, what were you going to say? Sorry, go ahead. I just, I, 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 don't, I don't understand... Maybe never having, you know, had to ha- having, ha- I've never had to do this, but I just kind of, as I looked up Jonathan Franzen, the, yep, the, yep. the shot that I'm assuming she's referring to, which is if, if we're talking about the same shot as a Dan Winters shot, which is lovely. Uh, but he's, you know, there's nothing, I think to my, to my eye, there's nothing particularly masculine or feminine about it. It's yeah, just a, yeah. it's a well-lit, well lit, yeah. well composed shot. So you don't uh, think that there's a distinction. You think that I maybe it's in her head? I no, I don't I'm not I'm not saying that at all. Uh but I just randomly I went to to the New York Times bestseller list and picked uh two women and two men and looked up photos of them. And and frankly they they're all kind of similar. You know, kind of three-quarter view, arms crossed. I mean, no yeah. offense, but yeah. kind of boring, really. Yeah. Well, it's I mean, let me ask you a question. If if you were writing a book and had to put a, a picture on the back, right? Yeah. Would you imagine that probably small portrait of you, like quarter page or less, right? Maybe in the back uh, book jacket cover flap or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that that image ha- will have any effect on the way people perceive your book? Yes. Because she talks about that a lot in here, where she yes, says, I'm imagining that the review people will look at this and say, oh, look, at she's stern looking, and oh, it's a feminine book. Oh, I want to read that, because that's interesting. So you think that there would be? I, I do think there would be. I've, I've talked to several um, gallery owners and curators, and, and one of the commonalities that they have mentioned is that uh, you, you are buying art for the artist as much as the art itself. 
is yeah. is connecting to that artist. Um, so sure, I think the, 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 the image of the artist, the way the artist is perceived, uh, sure, I think that can be very important to people. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's interesting. I, and sometimes I wondered if that, if that's a little bit of a, um, uh, like a stretch too far, sort of the, oh my God, if I chose a different font for the cover text on my book, it would have been reviewed by more people. Like, like thinking about it too much, too much minutia. I think those things can make a difference. I think font, color, layout, design, composition, all of those things oh, sure. can make a difference. Good versus bad, sure. But I, I, I you know, I, I just, is there a point at which minutia is, is you're thinking too much? Oh, sure. I'm, I'm sure yeah. there is that point. Yeah. It's just, um, it's and like, I'm sure where, where I is hit that? <laughs> I'm sure I hit it all the time. You're like, I slam into that wall constantly. Right. You know, I, I mean, if I had to have a portrait done, I, I would I would like it to be something like Christopher Matheson's portrait where it's sort of the back of his head, but he's got the shirt on backwards and the bow tie. So it, it's it's this this cheeky sort of take on a, on a self-portrait. Right, 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 um, right. Uh, that would be fun. Um, yeah. Although I probably could not pull off a bow tie as well as he can. So there's that. You ever worn a bow tie? No. Yeah. They're hard to tie. Hey, uh, I would yeah. just get the clip on ones. Yeah, that's yeah. not the same. Uh, uh, on um, <laughs> so it sun- doesn't count if you don't tie it. No, no, that's that's not the same. Uh, hey, on Sunday I was over at a dinner party over some friend's house in the backyard, and one of the other guests they, they wouldn't let you in. <laughs> they wouldn't let us inside. Um, they're like you need you need outside with the help. Right. Um, and one of the one of the other people who came in had one of these sort of large plastic. Uh, Fuji instant cameras. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Like the Instax, the 90 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah. Um, sort of very all fully automatic. You just point it at something and press the button. Right. Is that and the one that's kind of range findery looking? It's trying to be where it's the two-tone? Is that yeah, that one? Yeah, but it wasn't near... It, I mean, it was just plastic and kind of a little junky looking. Uh, let me let me see if I can... Uh, let me see if I can look up what the latest in, in the Fuji instant photo system is. Yeah. is uh, it that oh, it wasn't. No, it was not that sexy one. No, it was not that one. Okay. Uh, it was a bigger one than that. Um, anyway, he was oh, showing, I know which one you're talking about. He was showing us this camera and he's like, he's like, Hey, I, I have a bunch of packs of film. So shoot away is essentially what he was saying. So we were kind of passing the camera around and taking pictures. And, and of course the, the, the flash is blowing. Uh, it was different than that was bigger. It might be an old one. Um, he, you know, the flash just sort of blows out in the foreground and everything in in your skin just sort of gets obliterated. Like, you know, especially if you're like white, you know, just the flash blows out. The background goes dark. You can't really control exposure. You can't really control focus. You know, sort of it's like super minimal, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so we, at the end of the you know few minutes, we had, say, 20 pictures lying around the table that people had taken of each other. And I and I sat there and I was looking at him and it's like, OK, that was fun. That was a, a cool thing, whatever. And I looked at the picture and I was thinking, you know what, if 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 my if my digital camera, even in my phone, if the image quality was this bad, <laughs> there's people would be complaining about it up and down the block. Right. Sure. Like, but but because this thing has like this retro feel and whatever it is, and costs a dollar a picture, it suddenly feels like yes, that's the one he had, the Instex two hundred. Uh, it suddenly suddenly it has kitsch, like the kitsch factor overwhelms the performance factor. You know what I mean? Now I I yeah. know that there are instant photographs that are you know 
Ansel Adams used Polaroid. I'm not saying that Polaroid isn't able, or in Fuji, they're not able to be used for, for real work that is technically proficient. I'm just saying your average walking around snapping away with these things, the pictures are pretty terrible most of the time. You know, right. they're out of focus, they're blown out, they're whatever. And it's just, it's really funny to me how we, we, we will accept so much for for what that experience was it the experience of us sitting around the table picking up this camera yeah i just thought it was interesting i would prefer to get one of the instex printers that you can print from your phone yes yeah that seems you know i had one of the polaroid zinc printers remember Mm -hmm. those like those little ones um the quality of that thing isn't very good either, but it's just it's just interesting to me that people are going back to. I can understand going back to film because it really does like actual celluloid film because it does have a quality and the quality is very good. It's strange to me that people want to go back to something that isn't very high quality. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I've I've actually I've heard good things about the Instax. It's the uh, SP one. Is that the the sexy one? Yeah, it's like the Wi-Fi enabled one. You can print right from your phone. Okay. Oh, the printer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna. I would, di- I would dig me one of those. Well, maybe you should. Uh, maybe you should give that a shot. That'd be fun. Little, little, little treat for yourself. Or what is this one? This is a Polaroid. Polaroid Zip. Yeah, I have. I had one of those. It, what the quality of that is not very good. Yeah. Um, in fact, I should pull that out and. You know what I should do? I should print a few things with that just for fun, since I have it. It's just sitting there, dying, dying away. I I think I'm gonna do prints. Of the two carnival shots. You should do that. The black and white carnival shots. Well, you have like 600,000 pounds of ink. I think you should just use them <laughs> No, for I don't. I don't. What? Why not? I thought it was... I, 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 you had it, ink. Hasn't, it hasn't come yet. Either is my stuff. All right, Rob. What's going on, yeah. man? Uh-huh. Hey, I'm going to send you some stuff. <laughs> I'm holding my, my hands under my arms like uh, Mick Jagger. <laughs> Me too. Me too. And I'm looking to the side. I'm looking to one side. I'm looking to the other. I don't see it. I don't yeah. see it. I'm looking. Is 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 UPS here? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, that's so funny. So hey, Rob, start it up. <laughs> there it is. You, you want you want you want to do uh, you want to do some crit wall? Do we have time? What time is it? We have, we're at about an hour right now. About an hour. Um. Hmm. It's up to you. What do you think? Do we have time? Save them for next week. Let's save them for next week. We'll do so it. next you, week, you're tired. Uh, you're, you need to sleep. Jason Peterson, uh, Phil, how do we, do, is it Roussan? Roussan. By the way, did Roussan? you see? Roussan, I did. <laughs> I, okay, what I, okay. <laughs> Bill tagged me in a, uh, <laughs> in a, in a Robert Doineau picture. And I wanted to respond like R-O, capital B, capital E, capital H, capital R. <laughs> right? And then yeah. D-W- a H capital N capital O capital H, but I didn't I didn't want to like make fun like publicly so so because because only you and I and the listeners some, of the show would yeah, get it. Some some of the listeners were just like I can totally hear you saying that yeah. right now. Do I know? Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I wish I could have responded like with some sort of audio thing, yeah, a little yeah. audio clip. You well, know? You, yeah. Oh, anyway, that was fun. Uh, all right. So you put in this picture, which has been going around to all kinds of crazy. Um, what's yeah, it called? It's, it's just to experience some weather while I was in on the East Coast there. And, and this is this monster uh, supercell with tornadoes coming out of the bottom of it that you just you don't want to be near. No, I think. no. Tor- tornadoes scare the crap out of me. That's that's pretty. Rough. Really? 
Well, just the idea of them. Like, you're just sitting there, and this, this flume comes flying down from the sky <laughs> and, like, sits the ground am, and just, like, starts, like, ripping up the ground. Like, no, that's 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 terrifying. That's, that's, now, have, did you watch the film Twister? With the, oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay, did that, was that trauma for you? No, no, it's not, I'm not terrified like that. I'm, I'm terrified right. from a, my God, if I was driving around out some state road where there was no intersection for another 30 miles and right, this thing right. was to my right and f- coming towards me, yeah. yeah, that would make me nervous. Uh, well, one of my favorite Philip Seymour Hoffman roles, by the way. Oh, God, he's so awful in that. Yeah. <laughs> he's so cheese. That, how did whoever thought that that man Dusty. would become what he became? <laughs> right? <laughs> if you look at him in that and even the yeah. what's the what's the movie with the you're out of order. You know the, the 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 Pacino blind guy one. Oh, the the uh, scent of a woman. This whole goddamn thing's out of order. Uh, yeah, uh, scent of a woman. Uh, uh, Brett in uh, in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, he plays. Or, he played all these like kooky. Talented like, Mr. Ripley. Or yeah. I mean, you could go on, right? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so so because of that, the assignment this oh the assignment this week will be what we'll go we'll go back to looking at last week's uh, weather weather okay. So whether or not you want to uh, get out there and shoot. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Zing. <sighs> <sighs> All right. So uh, camera motion. What, how, do, how do we do? Well, I'll tell you, this was a fun assignment. Um, I, I even jumped in on this one. I had a good time with this one. Uh, as you can see. Wink, wink. Um, actually, I got a really good one of a train that I didn't put up, but I will. I will look at it. So uh, a lot of people, of people went with the zoom, the zoom yep. trick, yeah. the zoom, um, which I love. Uh, uh, Lance Harshberger with with the the zooming in on a baseball player. Yep, yep. Um, uh, 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 Justin got in on it. Uh, let's see. Gosh, who else? There were a ton of them. Um, uh, Tanya, is it Tanya or Tanya? Tanya, Tanya. I would imagine it's Tanya, but you know, it was Tanya Tucker. So right e- in and either way, that. somebody's going to be mad at us. Right, right. Yeah. Well, not mad. So just, I, I'm, I'm going to go with Tanya. Beautiful shot. Love the lights. Um, uh, oh, oh, nice carnival shot. Oh, that's me. Um, <laughs> that was a good shot. No, that's a good one. Thank you. You know what? That, that's that was on your sl- phone or the big camera? Slow shutter iPhone app. Okay, I looked up slow shutter and there were like four things called slow shutter or some variation of that. Which one? Find me a uh, link and uh, give uh, it to me for the show notes. Slow shutter iOS. It, this thing is super, super cool. You can choose whether you want it to be, you know, trails or motion blur or it, it's, it's, I love this thing. And I, I've been playing with it a lot. Uh, there is the correct link. Okay, we will put this in the show notes. 99 slow. cents. Slow shutter. Might, might as well be free. Um, okay, so uh, who, who else? Uh, Charles Young. Uh, love those, those cyclists. That's pretty cool. Uh, Mitch. Uh, love the POV shot of the strafing run. That was fun. Um, uh, Matheson. Forrest. <sighs> Forrest Gump? What? No, he did some... For- uh, you know, you, you people... You, you you just oh that I one's love great putting up and I hate you all just a little that one that one just feels like Japan to me it's, that's that's exactly it it feels yeah. like Japan so well done Christopher um, Adrian Hernandez that looked like a party where he was at right yeah uh, um, 
uh, Millie, good, good stuff. Um, yeah, just, just some, some really interesting work uh, and, and fun. You know, this, this was a fun one. Um, uh, James, uh, James Partridge, not, not particular assignment. I just love the shot. Passing through darkness. Do you see this? I'm looking it up now. Passing Here, through let, me, let me give you the link. Right. Um, this is a, a, a really beautiful shot of it looks like the stern of a, of a oh, ship. Oh, that's nice, yeah. With, the, with the, some sort of, yeah. I don't know, pole thing, but it looks like a cross and you've got kind of the light coming in. It's a we'll beautiful shot. That show that's nice. Yeah, beautiful shot. Um, Jen's uh, Road, a quiet corner of a gravel pit uh, for at rest. Love it. Love it. Love the green and the brown and the composition. Love the negative space. Beautiful. Um, and, and again, we're going to talk about uh, Phil and Jason next week. Okay. Uh, Andy Estevez. Um, Andy motion Estevez. Per- right. Um, Freddie is, is recovering both his catalog and his ability to walk. <laughs> 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 hope you're hope you're doing okay fred uh what else oh 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 i just scrolled by a, a picture by martin rots and and i'm so sorry martin i forgot to uh say thank you on the show i posted a, a photo of his martin is self-publishing uh, a magazine called march and rock okay. uh and I, I posted a shot of the cover on instagram he's doing one of these each quarter uh, and they are limited to a hundred uh, issues, hundred copies. Yeah. Um, so uh, look, look that up. It is, it is. Uh, oh gosh, where's the URL? Jesus, Jeffrey. Yeah, quality. <laughs> um, I think it's martinrots.nl. Okay. Uh, but uh, regardless, it's March and Rock is the name of the magazine. And it's uh, no words, no ads, just beautiful photographs on a theme. All right. We will, I will check it out. Uh, it yeah. is Martin Ross uh, magazine. Got it. Okay. March uh, and Rock. Got it. March and Rock. Yeah. Really good. So thank you very much, Martin, for, for uh, your kindness and sending that to me. I really appreciate it. And it is beautiful, beautiful work. So thanks for that. Very cool. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. Right. What's uh, what? Let's see. Now I forgot what I was going to say. Oh well, it happens. More and more as you get older. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, who's our photographer of the week? You, 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 you came up with this. I've never heard of this person. Oh, Willie Ronis. Ronus, which uh, was recommended to me from uh, by a friend of the show. Well, friend of you and I's. Uh, uh, hold on one second. Let me pull this up. Um, uh, uh, Duchesne, Randy Duchesne. Oh, OK. okay. Suggested Willie Ronus as somebody who uh, who we should check out. Uh, post-war Paris, Provence. Uh, French photographer. Yep. Wow. Uh, was and was a yeah was a uh, his father was a Jewish refugee and then they 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 you know came over and he he was young he but but his his a lot of his artwork ended up being all about um, all about Paris after the war interestingly enough 
despite in the Wikipedia article, it says, despite stiff competition from who? Robert Duano. <laughs> hey, Duano brings the heat. That's all I'm going to say. That's, yeah. That's it. Uh, Oxford companion to the, fo- uh, to the photograph refers to uh, Ronis as, quote, the photographer of Paris par excellence. Wow. So that's uh, that. Duano said that of him? No, uh, the, uh, a magazine, the Oxford companion to the photograph. Oh, okay. The magazine said that of him. Yep. Okay. Uh, and, and it's, you know, it's the kind of stuff that you and I love, right? These, these sort of, uh, historical moments, like things, things of out of time that kind of feel, sure. uh, uh, beautiful, beautiful pictures beautiful of composition. Oh, they're gorgeous. They're Lots uh, of dark shadows, black oh, and white gorgeous. street life in Paris, you know, pouring wine, nude women bathing, you know, small children with really nice light coming. You know, it's it's the usual yeah. fare of gorgeous, Sil- gorgeous silhouettes stuff. of lovers in front of cafes, taking yes. a stroll in the night sky, you know, yeah. in the night you air. Know, the usual yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, so definitely the kind get of get a lot things. of that in Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, I'm I'm sure. I like <laughs> the one of the cars. You see that one? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Re- really crushes the shadows. Yeah, yeah. That's that one's really yeah. really beautiful. Uh, so if you're into this sort of, uh, I, I guess Paris in the rain, this actually, this, this fills in with our, uh, belief that today, today's show is all about nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, cause this, oh, is, no, this is not, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm completely misquoted that this is Prague, uh, 1967. Yeah. It's a Beautiful. Complete, completely different town. Yeah. Jeffrey. Well, you know, yeah. uh, it's, it's all Greek to me. Uh, uh so anyway, Willie Ronis, go check it out. Beautiful little kid you, running with a baguette. Uh, How, oh, I mean, come on. Is, yeah. is that the, that's the iconic French, right? That should be on the French national flag, right? Uh, interestingly enough, uh, only died in 2009. He was 99 years old. It was almost a hundred years old. So, uh, prints are 11 by 14s are 5,500. Uh, 16 by 20s, 6,900. Well, this is one of the few gallery sites that I have seen that publishes the prices of the work. Yeah, the, most of them are very... It's uh, not a very of, common thing, right? No. It's like call for availability. Yeah, which is like, okay, you know. There's a beautiful one on the Jackson Fine Art site. Do you see that one? Um, uh, it was one of the other links you put up uh, with the... The, the lower hand corner, the couple in silhouette underneath the right, telephone. Right, that's what I was saying. Oh, that, yeah. no, that's in, the one you were talking about. In front of about. like a cafe or something. Yeah, yeah, that one's beautiful. Gorgeous shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's interesting. Very much in line uh, with your typical, you know, HBC, uh, HCB kind of thing. Similar. Uh, um, but, 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 but with its own taste, yeah, I think for me, it's a little more sort of Ache Brassaille. Oh, uh, yeah, I can see the Brassaille. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I do. Wow, this is really nice stuff. It's Are beautiful. there books of Willie Ronis? And if uh, not. I'm sure uh, there is. And if there isn't. If, if, there, if there is not a book, let's, let's make one. <laughs> let's just call up his people and see if we can buy. Yes, there are many pictures of his. Including one called Willie Ronis Photographs, nineteen twenty six to nineteen ninety five, which is uh, I don't know how many pages it is. It doesn't say. Here's one, Willie Ronis, uh, thirteen dollars for yep. for almost two hundred pages. Boom! There you go. Nine by twelve. It's a Tashin book. book. Can't go wrong with Tashin. They are a terrific publisher. How do they do it so cheap? I don't know. Maybe volume. I mean, maybe they're printing. Are they printing in Asia? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, even so, it's still cheap, you know? Um, Expensive, not cheap. 
Okay, inexpensive. Fair enough. Uh, okay, so I will I will put a link in the show notes, and uh, and and we will go from there. Willie Ronis, good stuff. Yeah, good good call, good call. Yeah. Sometimes Beautiful. sometimes you ask the old timers like Randy Duchesne, and you get good answers. You get good answers. They they have they have been around and seen a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not as much as you, but you know. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, good times. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we wrap up? Um, no. Good show this week, and and good show next week. I like it when we I like it when we we kind of tease what's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I like it. I like giving people a little a little sense of what's coming up. So get out and shoot. Uh, you know, I, I got to call a few of you out. Because you're going through your back catalogs and you're like, well, this kind of fits uh, the assignment. I think I'll just put this up. That's not the thing. The thing is to go, oh, I know what I can do for this and get out there in the world. So get out in the world. All right. I I think you should yell at people. Damn it. (laughs) Tom Hoops says I should I should say more of what I feel. Uh, You should say more of what you feel. Okay. Yeah. I shouldn't hold back as much. All right, then yell at people. Good for you. Then grab your camera, grab your phone, grab your handmade pinhole camera, John Wilkening, I'm talking to you, which is amazing, uh, and get out and shoot. Make some stuff. All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go to the store right now and buy some uh, golden brand flow release medium. Flow release. Yeah, look it up. I think it's I think it's like 20 to 1, 30 to 1, something like that. Yeah, it's but, super, super low, low thing. Yeah, little, can't wait to see what you do with it. A little squirt, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm. I'm really. I, can you can you give me a, a sneak? Uh, do you know color palette yet? Do you know what you're doing? Uh, yeah, in fact, Bill is I, making a new backdrop. For I those tried uh, a little more, um, almost not flesh tone, but like um uh like a wood, like light wood colored, like a birch kind of colored okay. background, like a um, cat type of a thing. Camel, yeah, yeah, khaki, yeah. Something like something like warmer range. and lighter than I normally go. Yeah. So. Um, cool. We're going to give it a shot. Uh, All right. We will talk to you next week, Jeffrey. All right. Have a good week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Podcasted on Taking Pictures. Bill is at Bill Wadman. I am at Jeffrey Sidoris. And uh, write in and let us know what's up with you, won't you? That's a smurfly. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. See This way.